Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, Ha Young. I'm joined by New Holin and Brandon Yates in the studio. Coming up, ready to explore the most possum trend in our city's social scene. It's all about finding the dream date, not for you, but for your cat or sometimes dogs too. What happens when feline personalities meet? Do you ever think that maybe your cat is an introverted mauser or an extroverted sun chaser? I think I like the sun chaser a little bit more. Mm. Mm, we'll see. And CAPTCHAs, initially designed to be simple gates against automated bots, have evolved into complex puzzles that can stomp even the most astute humans. You're not alone if you've failed these CAPTCHA tests online. Feeling frustrated? We take a look at this fascinating and quite a bit annoying phenomenon where proving our humanity becomes a daily brain teaser. Our podcast listeners can find us at Roundtable China on Apple Podcast. If you have questions that you want us to answer on social issues, business, technology, or whatever moves your spirit, you can send those our way. There's a place to do it. EZFM Roundtable at foxmail.com. Emails are fine, but voice memos are just that much better because we're a radio show <laughs> slash podcast after all. Now on Roundtable, as we continue today's discussion, let's chat about the quirky and adorable world of cat matchmaking. At the corner of a specific park, just look up your own city, your furry friend can find their perfect match while you might just end up meeting some fellow cat enthusiasts. Now, let's talk about a love story that's capturing hearts across China, the deep affection between Chinese people and their beloved pets. In 2023, it's estimated that the number of households in China with pets soared past 100 million, with a significant portion being young individuals living on their own. Cats and dogs have taken the lead as furry favorites. But there's more to this list of uh, pet parade, a whole spectrum of creatures from quirky crabs to wise turtles are joining the family, making the rise of pet ownership in China. So how do you think pet matchmaking and socialization events like a meow matchmaking corner are Aww. changing the way we view <laughs> our pets' roles in our lives? And I know Neil Holin <laughs> is yes. a cat lover and owner. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. I have a cat. But... Mm. I also know that Brandon, I, I sniffed it, yep. that so, he's got strong opinions, very. and I want to hear him first. I'm very suspicious of cats. I don't yes, trust he them. is. Okay. They're too independent. <laughs> um, no, I think, you know what, it's an interesting element. I think the socialization element of it, I think it's, you know, while it is intended for the pets, I think it's also a great way, like you said, of bringing like-minded people together. Mm. Um, and I think it can... You know, it starts with pets. It can be cats or dogs or whatever it may be, but it can also involve, you know, people getting together for fishing trips or, you know, getting together for hiking trips. So whenever I hear about people that are creating social scenes for like-minded individuals that might not necessarily have many friends or are new to a city, I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Right. And on top of that, you're going to see that people have been, are having more stronger and stronger opinions towards their paths. Initially, you say, dog is a human's best friend. See, Fact. you're still 
<laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you want to start there? Well, yeah. um, the thing is, you still view them as friends, but more and more people started to view their pets, their kids. Yes, it's like the love and the、um, adore you have for a kid would be stronger than you have for a friend. It's like better than having a kid because you pour all of your love in. No offense, you pour all of, <laughs> you pour all of your love into this child that never argues back, is always constantly showing affection. So you can see why people、always、get so attached. Attached to their pets, yeah, always huggable,、yeah. and furry, and looking at you very nicely, mostly.、Yeah. And the thing is, with that change in conception and perception, people started to、um, want more, want better lives,、yes. want high, higher level of services yeah. for of their sudden, like, pet kids. Yeah, exercise, dieting, social life, all of that becomes incredibly important, and it ends up taking up so much of your time as well. So having a pet is almost like having a child because they really do, especially if you're the primary caregiver of that pet. It takes up a lot of time、mm. and effort. And the interesting about matchmaking is that you have people on different spectrum when it comes to their、uh, pet friends. Some people would say that, well. At the end of the day, they're still a pet, so I need to regulate their behavior. So when it comes to matchmaking, I want the same breed. I want them to, you know, be able to. Oh my, that sounds very old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes,、But、and it's more the... common than people realize. I mean, I think when、What? I was in Cape Town,、right? we, we've、yeah. we've got a pug and a basset, and I can't tell you how many. Pug-only、uh, gatherings they were, or Basset-only gatherings that we've been to. I mean, it's it's quite it's quite amazing to see a gathering of like thirty dogs that are the same breed, but it is quite like、wow. selective and and clicky. Like only pugs allowed. Sorry, Bassets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it can be a bit、uh, bizarre sometimes. Yeah. What's next? Are we gonna measure how large the、and、eyes are? Yeah. Weigh them. You never know. Also, where they're born in a the, first the tier city dogs, or,、yeah. or what? A princeling or whatnot? Oh, <laughs> way too much pug. And on the Other spectrum, you also get to see this very loving、uh, mm. parents of these pets. They are, they take care of their pets very meticulously. They adopt the idea that I can settle, but my beloved furry baby. Literally,、cannot. they treat their pets better than they treat themselves. Sometimes I know sometimes.、Yeah. <laughs> so, so there are so many different elements when it comes to raising a pet. And the thing is, if your pet can match, sometimes you can also match with the other pet owner. You can be good friends at least. Sometimes even you know forge a romantic. Relationship. Yeah. yeah, I've actually heard one of.、Uh, well, this is more of a, somehow indirectly. I know this rather、uh, powerful HR person, and、uh, and one of her hiring strategies. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think so.、Um, but, but, but anyway,、um, yeah, she doesn't work here.、Oh, okay. But but but、uh, it's really interesting. Like one day after a few glasses of wine, and she was like, "Yeah, I just hired this person," and I was like, "Oh, that's a really、uh, that's a coveted job." And she, and you know, I know there are like three candidates, and she said, "Yeah, I picked this person." At the end of the day, despite like maybe two had very similar kind of、um, you know resumes,、yeah. is because she has. A dog who is thirteen years old,、mm. and this lady drove that doggy gentleman, <laughs> gentleman doggy, doggy gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> all the way from Hainan Province, which is you know very much in the south, to Beijing,、mm. indicating commitment. Yes,、mm. and I was like, "Are you sure that's going to be the key,、uh, <laughs> um, you know, deciding factor here?" But it could be、uh, the clincher. You know, but, I think but, that's the thing. Sometimes, when you, like you said, when you've got three candidates that are so evenly matched,、yeah. there has to be something that makes one individual stand out amongst the others. That's a good point because this friend of well, and it's hard to find sometimes. She 
is a dog lover too.、Mm. So、sure. maybe essentially this is showing that you know similar people hi- you hire people who are similar to you in some shape or form, and that's why there it creates so many biases and prejudice. I mean, they the shouldn't, <laughs> but I think it's human、yeah. nature to kind of you know、yeah. be more. Aligned to someone that has similar interests to you. Yeah, but it's really interesting when you're looking at these、uh, matchmaking events and、uh, also pet parties、mm-hmm. or or whatnot. It's just the way that people describe their pets. It's it's full it's, of love. Okay,、yeah. and exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wanna I wanna just read out this one. This is a、uh, um seeking a male marriage from Bluey, <laughs> a small innocent two year old kitty, and apparently he's male and uh handsome. Uh, once, once captured the heart of a little female cat, but he wasn't impressed. <laughs> and okay, here's the matchmaking matchmaking criteria. If he falls in love, that's all that matters. The parent won't interfere much.、Aww. Okay, and hoping to find a feline soulmate to give Bluey a complete and happy cat. Sounds、life. like a dating app profile. Yes, yeah, that's what's happening. And here's Nini's marriage. Proposal. These are cats, by the way. And, okay, so this to kitty. Listeners, we're talking about cats here. Yeah, and it's、uh, match criteria. Matching criteria.、Uh, there are a whole bunch. Here's one that stands out. Nini's priority.、Uh, Nini's priority is number one of everything. <laughs> Good luck finding anybody if you think you're the center of the universe. And also, apparently, not afraid of taking a bath. And she is outgoing, confident, loves classical music and spooky stories. Where, where did the owner people have a lot of free time? Wow. <laughs> and the thing is, when we say matchmaking, most people oh matchmaking for pets. Yeah. Most people would consider that oh you're looking for some pet to you know.、Um, I think you've also got some sneaky individuals that are listing these needs <laughs> as for their cat. Meanwhile, they're listing it for themselves and hoping to find <laughs> someone that agrees with that list. What I'm trying to say here is that you feel like you're finding a little、uh, partner for、yeah. your little pet, so、Allegedly. that in the future、yeah. they can give birth to a certain number of kids. But that's not what it's all about, because sometimes they are also looking for a cat that they can adopt, or they want their kid to be adopted. And、right. due to certain reasons, they would say that I would pay for all of the food, all of the cat litters. If It's a cat, and I'll also give you certain kind of cat houses. And just, I, it's hard for me to continue raising this baby, but、mm-hmm. I really consider it my baby, and I want to find him or her a really great home. And another kind would be the kind of cats or dogs that's already been fixed. But they want、right. partnerships. Seriously, they want their pets to socialize with、yeah. other pets, and it's, it's, it's just... the same as humans. I don't. I think you、yeah. can't be alone for you know extended periods of time. I think every pet, you know, it's a great res- thing to take on the responsibility of having a pet and looking after that pet. But at the at the same time, they do need to socialize with other with, with other dogs or cats or whatever it may be. I think it's important for their happiness.、Mm. And that is not something that I, one hundred percent support because <laughs>、uh, according to my cat date experiences, my cat I think does cats not. Cats are different, though. I think、yeah. cats are more picky.、Mm, yeah, my cat does not like other cats. Yeah. So my assumption is that for those who are looking for companionship for their cats, they are secretly looking for friends. I think it's harder with、like. cats than it is with dogs. I think dogs are a lot、mm. more、uh, um, outgoing. Yeah, or like just more, <laughs> less picky and just more keen to interact with other dogs, whereas cats are quite happy. 
to be on their own. Yeah, exactly. And if they are going to take on a friend, it needs to be someone that's going to benefit them. Whereas dogs are like, oh, more dogs. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also cats aren't up for hugs all the time no. either, no. right? They have their personality yes, or, or yes. it's just a we're a independent yeah <laughs> we are independent speaking for the cats yes <laughs> and, speaking on behalf of cats yes. yes and we're seeing that socialization is happening people are networking they're making <clears throat> friends and you know cats and dogs or whatever pets that they own is a good uh, friendship card mm. or just a, a, an icebreaker or whatever you can it's call it. It's a very it. good icebreaker, yeah. actually, to go on a walk with a dog. If you're a single person and you want to meet people, if Big you've got magnet. a cute dog, it's a, yeah, and vice versa too. Honestly, like a dog is a great uh, way to meet people. And if you take a look at all these activities, pet-friendly movie nights, shared mm. living spaces for humans and pets, countryside-themed gatherings, mm. outdoor adventures with your pet, pet-themed parties, pet tea sessions, these oh, are goodness. not for the past. These are for their owners. Definitely, you're just finding like the Brenda pet is said. just the prop <laughs> in these in, the, in these mm. social gatherings. Maybe they can have a good time as well. But yeah. definitely, uh, pets are becoming a key to open a new door to socialization for human beings. Yeah, I have to say, um, I was looking up some material right before the show, and I was really impressed by this cross country event with. Uh, pet dogs because <laughs> dogs like to you know run around in the wild and stuff so yeah it was quite the scene so many pet owners each with at least one dog and then they're you know doing the cross-country activity i thought that's great that for both cool, human yeah. and yeah and pets but can you imagine bringing your turtle on the way no <laughs> it probably someone definitely rocked up with a turtle and everyone was just like oh, oh. that's nice yeah. And then we're, behind we're, the back, they're like, what's the, this dude doing here? Where's the hair, right? <laughs> so there's that. And um, we can see that because of this um, love and uh, passion and also, you know, a genuine sincerity of just wanting the best for mm. your pet. And it gives rise to the pet economy. And this is something that every year we seem to need to, like, check in because there's always something new happening. And there's a great... Uh, growth in pet-friendly <clears throat> businesses in all shapes of forms right now. Yes, actually, in 2022, the size of China's pet economy reached over 490 billion yuan, a year-on-year growth of 25%, and is expected to reach over 800 billion yuan by 2025. And we get to see that it's not only happening here in China. Actually, over the past 25 years, uh, the pet industry has grown by 450%. Wow. Well, 25 years. And this sector and its trends are undergoing significant transformations in terms of the kind of service we want to up great to um, getting to get better and we wanted to be more socialized. We want the service to be more customized towards the need of the individual cats, um, pet, mm -hmm. and also wanted to be even more intelligent because we want intelligent color for the mm. cats. We I wonder what this says about our society, though, as a whole globally, because it seems like there might be a problem of people you know, wanting to take on all of these pet responsibilities, which is great. And I think there is potentially a social element to it, like we've discussed, for humans. But does that maybe then detract from humans' efforts to make friends organically and potentially even have a family and have children? Because honestly, pets do take up so much time and effort and care 
that maybe it makes people less likely to, you know, mm. meet their significant other or have a family. I do not really have a survey supporting that, but speaking from personal no, no, I'm just experience, thinking off the top of my head, I know, yeah. I know. I speaking from personal experience. I have a cat. I love my cat very much. Mm. It does not affect me from having a husband and starting a family, mm. and it. But in the meantime, it is a fact that when I start having a kid, I would put much more attention and time and energy yeah. to the kid. But once the kid growing a little bit older, actually, it gets a it. <laughs> he gets along with the cat quite well. Yeah, and actually, helps. growing up yeah. with a pet in the family helps the kid understand how animal works and understand.、Um, Understand and also grow and healthier in a,、yeah. in a certain way, and、it、I think be, that is a great perk. It might be a little bit easier with cats, though. I think purely because they are more independent. I just find dogs are so needy. Like if you <laughs> no, honestly, like if you leave them alone just to go to the shops for five or ten minutes, when you get back, they act like you left for six months. You know, it's it's, and when you love that creature and they're、yeah. so happy to see you when you get home, it's very hard to leave them. Yeah, yeah. but also、um, remember during COVID and all around the world, people were getting. Plants, and and if you'd like to, you know, have a little bit more interaction and devote more、yeah. work into it, get a pet. And and King Charles family、uh, famously used to、uh, speak to his plants when he was tending to his plants. I don't know if you knew that about him. He he's a very、uh, big fan of plants, and、yeah. I can see why people get into that as well. All right.、Yeah. So how do you think this growing trend of solo living, young people raising pets, is a reflecting maybe the changes in our societal?、Mm. Values and personal priorities. Well, on one hand, I feel like people are getting more mature,、uh, economically independent, which means that they can actually support themselves quite well. They can have a happy life, and they can have multiple choices.、Um, and raising a pet child is one of their. Um, ways to have fun in their lives and have certain kind of very stable companion in their life, which I, is not think,、yeah. not I, a problem. No, but I think that would be an interesting. Like we said, we don't have the facts and figures here with us, but I think that going forward could be an interesting study, particularly amongst young people that have pets, if that potentially makes them less inclined to make. Friends organically and potentially meet a partner and settle down because I think there is also an issue with the young population. A lot of them have become disenfranchised about traditional family values and relationships and having children and that sort of thing because of the society we live in and how difficult it is to meet people and you know settle down. So I think that also might be a contributing factor to a lot of people. Now taking on pets as opposed to you know investing more time in relationships and potentially having children etc. Particularly with the younger generation. But in the meantime, we get to see that these people are taking their cats and dogs out there to、yes. matchmake, to meet with other people. That's their new way of socializing,、yeah. which is good. I think so too. Yeah, it's really interesting because loneliness in <laughs> a big city that is a plague everywhere、mm. around the world, especially when you look at urbanization. A process or a driving force, it is sweeping all over the world. And being and single keeps becoming more and more easier because of dating apps and social media and all of that kind of thing. People don't necessarily feel the need, I think, amongst young people to f- have that drive to find a partner. I think that's one thing, but it's、yeah. really difficult to determine whether you know the egg. Or the chicken、mm. came first, kind of thing. Because for some young people, it's not like you don't. I think secretly, most people, if not all, want happiness and finding a companion, a、mm. human person who 
who can respond to you in mm. a meaningful and deep level is something. It's hard to find though, I know. and it gets harder. I think, but as the years progress, but that's not something that people don't want. Yeah, but it's almost like, what is the quick fix, or what is the band aid, or how can I get through this week? A dog or a cat. And that becomes <laughs> literally, yeah. That's my a, concern, though. Uh, uh, yeah, and and but it's interesting to look at, you know, this phenomenon, um, and we probably need to move on as we have <laughs> another really interesting topic coming up, but. Um, I, I also want to check with you guys before we do. Do you see this generational difference in attitudes towards pets and ownership? Because on the one hand, I don't. Because when folks get older, and when let's say if you were in a way fortunate enough to have kids, um, and they're they've left, and you kind of need a companion mm. and a pet. Can can fill that void, yeah. or if you've been widowed or divorced or Something whatever, like yeah. that, yeah. Um, but also, on the other hand, you see that the younger generation is speaking of their pets in such a devout way that does sound a bit new. So, just a quick question about: Do you see that generational difference of some sort? Well, for me, I feel like it's more of a difference in expression instead of in actual attitude. This. Uh, batch of younger generation, they are more expressive, and due to the influence of internet, when they actually started to convey or uh, express their love for their pets, they're being a little bit more extravagant, mm. in my opinion. So mm. it's, I don't think there's a huge change in attitude, rather than actually we all there might all be a moment in our lives that we need a pet or we need yeah. a certain companion, and that also changes uh, with the development or with the aging. But it's basically the same for me. I think when you compare the generations, their attitudes towards their pets might be very similar. So they take on the same yeah. amount of responsibility, the same amount of love, but their reason for doing so might be different. And we've mm. already discussed some of those reasons. Mm. And this booming pet industry in China, in my opinion, is not just a business phenomenon, but also raises important considerations about responsible pet ownership mm. and animal welfare. Responsible pet ownership starts with a lifelong commitment to providing consistent love and care, including regular health checkups, vaccinations, spaying or neutering, along with proper training and socialization. And no matter what happens in your life, your pet takes priority, just like a human being is maybe a little bit too aggressive in the eyes of some, but I'm just putting it out there. Coming up next, ever been bamboozled by a CAPTCHA online? These tricky puzzles designed to tell if you are a human. Let's share some laughs and frustrations about these daily digital challenges right after this break. Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West, and understanding is the goal. It's the hour of Roundtable with myself, Ha Young. I'm happily joined by the lovely Neil Holin, and oh, there's Brandon Yates right <laughs> in the studio with us. Glad you're here. Isn't it a great irony that we need to prove our humanity to a machine, only to sometimes fail at the very test we designed? It's a pretty common occurrence on the internet. You enter a new page or go to 
make a purchase. But before you do, you have to prove you're a human by selecting how many pictures in a three by three grid contain bikes, traffic、mm. lights, or whatever it is.、Yep. Other times, you need to slide a cube or a similar object across a web page speedily, seemingly just on good faith that you are a human. These things are called CAPTCHAs. The acronym for Completely automated <laughs> public Turing test to tell computers and humans apart, and they're designed to block spammers or other bad actors from a website. But as AI becomes more sophisticated, that industry is growing to match it. And these things have been around for twenty-something years. Back in the day, it was just a bunch of letter- letters, maybe in a different font or capitals or a bunch of characters in Chinese. But now you have to struggle to solve a captcha,、yeah. like identifying the traffic lights or rotating. Animals. Those are the nice ones, though. Like some of the ones you mentioned are like I don't mind doing those ones, like matching the、um, the puzzle piece to the the, the missing gap or、mm-hmm. whatever,、yeah. or selecting how many bikes. But there's some other ones like、um, the traffic lights are really challenging for or me. Or like matching、Stairs. images. So there'll be like match. I'm trying to like verbalize them, but there'll be like two images, and you have to try and figure out which ones match, and like you have to really concentrate for some of them. And then I'm like, what? This website's not even worth it anymore. What types of websites are you no, visiting? I think, I, I think it's normally got to do with purchases, like when. There's、yeah. money involved, and I think the captures are harder. And I'm just like, I don't even want this product anymore. Oh, I, I feel even poorly. Like、Ugh. it's just getting on a regular website, and apparently now、uh, Google has this function, which is it's focusing less on how complicated the captures are, but it's constantly watching you. And when it deems well, that that's reassuring, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it deems that your screen is having suspicious activity, that you might be a robot, then It sends out the captcha.、Mm. Yeah. So、oh. anyway,、um, yeah, Niu Hongyan.、Um, do you think that、uh, these are just necessary hoops that we have to jump through?、Um, Or, or could things be made easier? Well, actually, they are trying to make things easier when it comes to captcha.、Uh, the very first generation of captchas would be the kind of test we take to imp- to prove that we are not robot because we can do certain things that robots can't.、Mm. For example, you can identify distorted characters. You can figure out how many of I don't know stairs are there in the pictures. Yeah, these are the things that you can do better than a robot. But what about just like ID recognition? So like face scanning or Finger scanning. That's Surely, even that's harder, and also、really? there is also this risk of、uh, information leak, which、yeah. is why these are not adopted. And now we are seeing a lot of the second generation of captcha. That is the ones that、um, we've already mentioned to drag that little piece puzzle into the right place,、mm-hmm. slide it into the right place,、uh, or also just simply check a box. Oh, the the box checking is another kind actually, but the、yeah. slider one is to. Identify yourself from a robot because you don't do this as quick, as accurate, as smoothly as a robot. But surely we're going to get to a point where these robots can do these things. No, it's more like mimicking human behavior. It's more like、yeah. because if you were human, you would slide it to near the slot that you need to fit, and then、uh, slow down and find the exact place to be accurate. And that's what humans do.、Uh, how humans do it? With modern technology, we're probably going to find AI that is going, that's to, going be... to be able to do these sorts of things. Yes. So, Every year, captures are probably going to get harder and harder. Yeah,、yes. that is going to be the situation. I will、uh, assume. Yeah.
Yes, and considering the irony of having to prove our humanity to machines, how do you think this dynamic affects our perception of technology's role in our lives and what implications does it have for the future? It definitely of- makes me more skeptical skeptical of technology and more afraid of technology because I'm very concerned that one day some sort of AI tech is going to get a hold of my banking information or something like that. And that's very scary. Well, I think every capture is trying to balance uh <laughs> Aman, security, usability, and accuracy. At the end of the day, they're just trying to protect us in one way or another. So thank you so much. Doing poorly is maybe hopefully just the stage. So keep up the good work, Capture. And actually, there are different ways to do this, alternative ways of doing it, including the biometric verification. Mm -hmm. Have big qualms about that, too. And also behavioral analysis, more sophisticated AI might come up with... uh, Different kinds of CAPTCHAs, as well as one-time passcodes sent to a user's mobile device or email. That is pretty common as well. So there are different ways to do this. And that's it for today's roundtable. We'll see you next time. 